Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quantum Witch Cafe. Um, I'm Priscilla Stone, your host, which you know. If you're in the live chat, thank you so much for joining. If you're listening on Anomalous Podcast, Net Podcast Network, Network, thank you for joining. I'm going to apologize if you're watching this um, on YouTube. I have like a lag and my internet's been crazy um, for the past couple of weeks because of Kentucky rain. It ruins everything. So... <laughs> So if it's lagging on the video side, I apologize for that. Tonight, we have Steph from UAP Experiencers on, and I will let her tell you a little bit about herself. So Steph, who are you? What do you do? What is UAP Experiencers? Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on tonight. Um, you know, I've, I've been following you since about last summer, and, and as soon as I decided to start talking about my experience that uh, my mom, my sister my brother and myself had back in 1985. Um, it had just been weighing on me. I had a lot of time to think about it, you know, everything shut down and it literally was just in the back of my mind, almost haunting me on a daily basis. And I'm thinking there's, there's more to what had happened to all of us and I wanna do something about it. So I decided to create UAP Experiencers for that very reason because I know that there's, you know, so many people out there outside of what's being reported on the news. You know, we have all of the military accounts, but, you know, obviously my mom, my sister, my brother and I, we're, we were civilians and we had experienced a UAP uh, quite up close and, uh, you know, very, very memorable. So uh, we actually do have accounts from my mother which is on video and uh, an audio from my sister. My brother had since passed in uh, 2018, but there were four of us that did witness this. And I wanted to create UAP experiencers for, you know, people to talk about it and not feel, you know, that they had to hold anything back or they were gonna be judged or, you know, ridiculed or made fun of because that's exactly what the media has done to everyone in this entire community. They've made them feel a certain way that it's untrue or, you know, that you, you know, the whole just same stigma. I use the word kook, just maybe it's a Southern California thing, but they would make you feel that way. And, um, you know, I have a handful of people that I have spoken to about it and um, having this outlet of Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you know, you, you have so many more avenues that, you know, you find more people who actually have had, you know, their own unique experience and whether it be UAP, um, you know, SUP, you know, it could be anything. So, uh, yeah, I just think that it's important for us to continue talking about it, you know, and things are going to continue to progress with this whole subject. So, um, you know, it's, it's not too late to talk about if you haven't spoken to anyone about it, speak about it now, this is the time, you know, you, you need to share it, it, it actually does feel, um, therapeutic in a lot of ways. You know, I was telling Priscilla earlier before we jumped on that, um, prior to jumping on, uh, it was a Twitter space. I, I had anxiety talking about it and that was just, you know, no video. So, um, you know, it does exude some sort of emotions from you because you do feel, you almost do feel otherwise, 
like, did this actually occur? Did this happen? And in our instance, there were four witnesses. So, you know, it's, it's something that we obviously know did occur. And, uh, you know, but when you're alone, then who are you going to talk to? Or, you know what I mean? So I think that, that that's my main goal is let's get out there. Let's talk about it. You know, it's not just military accounts that matter. There's plenty of citizens that have had these strange occurrences happen. So, yeah, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at here. Yeah. I love that. And I love that, you know, there's so many more people coming around to like the grassroots stories, um, as they will say, you know, it's, there's a lot of people rooting for the military people to come out right now. Like, I feel like they're going to, I feel like there's people working on that, but I I was seeing all this happen and as revolutionary as it was to have everybody's um, accounts coming out from like the Nimitz, it still was like, what about like all the people that are not considered um, credible witnesses. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm. If I told you my whole background, I might seem credible, but like right now, no. I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home mom that's a witch. Nobody knows about the science background or the career before that, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's very scary to come forth with your story. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some headphones on. Sorry, I have an echo today. Can I'm you? Just, like me? technical difficulty all over the place today. <laughs> well. And that's the thing also, Priscilla, is... It wasn't bad, but it was enough to be like, oh, I'm echoing. <laughs> ah, oh, my goodness. Sorry, guys. I'm uh, tangled. <laughs> it's my first day back, like, after, like, a long break or something, it feels like. <laughs> can you guys hear me okay? Can you hear me? Oh. I can hear you, yeah. And we're, we're glad you're back, Priscilla. Is that better? You sound great. Now I can't hear you. What the heck is going on here? Okay. All right. I guess it's not going to work. Can you hear me now? I can hear you still. I can't hear you now. What's going on? Okay. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I'm like in the twilight zone over here. Let me... Hey, Steph, why don't you tell them about some of the questions that you might ask? I'm going to hop on and hop back in. So sure. it should be okay. Okay, so as you guys all know, Priscilla did have her own um, experience herself of when she was a little girl, and I believe it was in Arizona with the lights. So that was the UAP that she actually saw. So, hi. <laughs> so one of the questions that I do want to ask her is when the lights dissipated or disappeared, as most people would account, in my in my case, it there was a flash of light and it was gone. So, did you see any bright flash before they had gone away, or did they slowly dissipate into the air? Okay, are you talking? To, you're asking me, right? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, sorry, the audio was when I left it. It didn't come back all the way right away, but it's back now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, everybody. No, um, yeah. So. There was no flash. Um, there was what seemed like lightning, like a lightning after, like days after that, I was seeing flashes when there wasn't lightning before the other experiences happened. But when they, they all did the whole trick thing that they did, they lined up, they were, they thought it was one craft, like a triangle. And then they did these flips in the air and came down and then they lined up 
and it was like it seemed like they started to go up but then they were just gone like no i don't remember a flash a sound <laughs> and that's so Anything. interesting that they almost formed a shape where it almost appeared that it was one right but it in fact were multiple which i've heard from other people where yeah. they view the same craft but it's a different shape in their perspective and since we're on that when um we had our occurrence my mom and i both witnessed a triangular shape my sister in her audio account witnessed round wow i know that and that's so common like it's you know it's like they show themselves so many different ways and i just keep thinking back to like when lou elizondo was on max's it was max's uh channel and he had drawn like the bubbles, like some of the theories around like um, how they're able to form different shapes. But that still doesn't account for people seeing it at the same time, but differently. Right. Well, and it's it's that perspective thing where, you know, you were mentioning a friend. Uh, it was just a general thing earlier where you had said something about her describing one thing one way, but you heard it a different way. So similar situation where, you know, people are witnessing these crafts high up in the sky and it sounds like they're seeing the same, the same object, but viewing it in a different shape, which is pretty intriguing to me. So I found that interesting after I heard my sister's account again, you know, after so many years. So, yeah. Yeah, that is um... – and a lot of people say that and it's talked about by so many different like people in the field too. Like, is this, um, especially in Jacques Vallée's book, Messengers of Deception, like they're giving us a message, but are they trying to deceive us or are we just kind of like open to the way that we're accepting what they're projecting or are they controlling what they're projecting and showing? Right. It's super crazy to think about that so many people and especially with like the beings, like, I've still only heard one person talk about the being, like how I saw the being, mm -hmm. like in my room, like as a hologram type thing. And that, mm -hmm. so that's all of the, the way the beings are so all over the place, but right. kind of doing the same jobs for the lack of a better word. <laughs> it's all good. General, general statement. It's all good. Um, but yeah, and you, you, you think about the, the the hologram effect also, that ran through my mind. I was thinking, was it possible that this actually wasn't there and this was a hologram of some sort? Is that possible? Right. And, but we, the physical feeling of like the proximity of how close this object was to us, it was definitely real. But you go through all of those scenarios to think, is it possible that that's how it was there? I, I don't know. Right. You know, so that's where we're here trying to figure this whole situation out. You know? Yeah. And that's why it's so scary to talk about it. Like I remember, so yeah. like when Steph, I think you were the first person to ask me, I think I had mentioned it like on a live, maybe like with disclosure team and some other people it kind of came up, mm -hmm. but it was like the brief thing, maybe you know, clubhouse. Maybe club, you know, it was clubhouse yeah. first because I was trying to do like this quantum witch cafe there. And I feel like clubhouse and TikTok are just so much work. Like you always have to be on and you have to like post so much and be on so much. And I just didn't have that time with like kids, you know what I mean? So um, I, 
I found like the YouTube Instagram to be a lot easier for me mm -hmm. um, to like get information out, share people's information, meet people or whatever. But that's besides the point. Yeah, you asked me and I was like, like some of the questions you asked, like I had never been asked before. Mm -hmm. So it was like, oh, wow. Like um, I was super nervous when you were talking to me because you had asked, you know, like the general experience. Right. And then you asked like the location. And then I don't even know what you, I, I could probably go back and look, but you asked so many in-depth questions that like I knew, but nobody had ever asked. Okay. So like, what is like a sample like questionnaire that you would give somebody? Like say somebody messages you and they're like, Hey, like I have this experience. I'm terrified to tell everybody. I don't, you know, I'm really nervous about it. Like, how do you, how do you start that conversation? First, you know, I, I let them know, you know, that you're not going to be judged by any means. You know, I, I just think that, you know, some people think I'm part of the government. I've had people ask me that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not. I'm glad that I'm a space where it's almost as if you're going to see a, a counselor in some way where, you know, you're talking to somebody who has gone through a similar situation and, you know, uh, first and foremost, that's what I want is them, them to be comfortable. You need to be comfortable. And I think that's how people kind of do decide who they're going to share that information with. For me, I did not want to, to move on. Right. Um, I, uh, I found a Twitter space and I found someone who was super easy to talk to just sounded like somebody that I could maybe find some information from where I could go to next. And so I think that it's kind of just that whole unique situation for, for each experiencer where they, they might want to go to move on and that's perfectly fine. You know, if that's how you want to share your information. Um, for me, initially when we went through what we went through, my mom contacted the FAA. Okay. And then we had called March Air Force Base. We never got an answer back from them. And that is part of the reason why I didn't want to go to some government entity or something that was so almost like uh, sterile or something, something that's yes. more rigid. I wanted to go somewhere where it was comfortable, where I could speak to a person that would be a friend, uh, you know, and that's kind of how I decided to go this route, but, um, that's, that's pretty much how I would start it out. You know, anybody who has had anything happen, you know, send us an email, uh, or DM, whatever, you know, you're comfortable with. And pretty much what I would like to know is there's, there's all the things that I experienced. So did, did you hear a sound? Were there propulsion systems? Were there blades? Uh, what color were the lights? Were they frosted? Were they bright? Was there a flash? Um, my mom noted, you know, that she remembered frosted lights. And I thought that that was a pretty interesting notation of how to describe a light. And when you start hearing more of, say, my mom talking about it, my sister talking about it, I begin to remember things also. I was only six years old, but I remember this object yeah. as if it were right 
there and I wish I had a camera. That's the main thing that I, I wish. Well, sometimes they don't work for people. But that's what I hear. But and that's another question is like, and I've heard other people say this. I'm trying to say it like in a way that's not going to be like, well, honestly, the, the way is like it's up to them almost what they want to show people, what they want to capture. Um, it's like a, there was a chapter in Diana Palsuka's book, you know, American Cosmic, where it's like um, UFOs are not photogenic, you know, and um, they are when they want to be. Right. So, um, and you saw like the whole craft, right? Like, a, yeah. um, and of course, feel comfortable, you know, like we talked about before, just tell if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, you don't have to, but you saw like a whole craft. It wasn't like what I saw, like with orbs that looked like a craft at first, right? Right. No, we, had, we saw an actual shape. And it was very close to us. I mean, it was about the size of, at, at the time, you know, when you're a kid, everything looks bigger. You know, you go to Disneyland, <laughs> the castle is humongous. And, mm -hmm. But to me at that time, I would say it would be about the size of a diesel container. Wow. That's how large this craft appeared to be. And it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, so, so what was your like belief system like at the time? Like, what was like were were you guys um like christian were you non-denominational just kind of like you know like what because i found that like a lot of people's belief system like changes like right after the event even for kids so did that did anything like that happen with you you know we came from my grandmother's house that's where we had left they were not religious at all my but my grand on my other side my dad's side they were catholic so I kind of came up Catholic Christian hybrid in some sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I still am, you know, I'm not like, I believe in God. So that, that, um, didn't change, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, nothing really, I mean, I was six, you know, um, my sister, she, she, she is Christian. My mom, she is not religious at all. So it's kind of interesting how your friends also influence yeah. you along the way. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, and not, to, I believe in uh, spirits also. So there's, right. it's just, I feel that there's something else out there. Well, I mean, spirits are in the Bible, so it's not like, you know, yeah. um, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong. Like people think like, cause I'm a witch, I'm not like, you know, into God or Jesus. Like yeah. I'm pagan. I like them all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I like all yeah, the gods. That's, and that's totally um, cool. But, you know, like I've had some beautiful Jesus experiences and God experiences. And to me, it kind of all narrowed down to being like a energy stream um, with the experiences that followed my um, sorry, I'm getting all shaky voice now, of course. No, it's all um, good. With the experiences that followed my first, like that followed like the, the initial sighting or experience, the beings and stuff like that. And the things that I felt like were happening to me mm -hmm. made me think they were demons because we were like a catholic thing and now they were not all the spirit not all the experiences were bad but i seem to remember more of like the scary like um gray type situations like the whole like you know violation um experimentation type stuff so to me i was like these are demons and they're trying to look like aliens <laughs> it was such a weird rational you know to have but i was like under the age of 10 when this started happening so like all you know is, um, like my grandma was a medium, so I was familiar with ghosts and paranormal stuff. Mm -hmm. But also being Catholic, 
there's angels, there's demons, there's God, there's Jesus and saints, sure. right? So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes watering. Oh no, um, voice. Right, no. I'm, I'm not crying. <laughs> <It's> still there. <laughs> It happened to me earlier. I was out with the boys and we were at Michael's. Yep. Suburban mom, house mom at Michael's. <laughs> and um, some weird thing just like landed in my eye. I'm like, great. I'm at Michael's and some weird like crafting glitter got in my eye or who knows. I was just there and I was just like checking out and just like makeup, like running down my face. <laughs> yeah. Too much eyeliner today for me. I always have too much eyeliner on. I'm, I'm just like, I either look like a, like I'm like no makeup bum or I have like eyeliner and everything. <laughs> same, same here too. It's glam or sweats. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And we both wore stars, by the way, guys, on accident. Like, like we didn't plan it. <laughs> and it's funny because I was looking at that. She's like, see, I got this at Target. I was like, oh, I saw that, but yes. I don't know if I can rock it. <laughs> but yeah, so back to the, sorry. No, it's okay. Hang out here. We hang out, right? I'm totally <laughs> We're all following friends. you. Um, yeah, and well, I will say my, my sister now, and you'll find this interesting. My, my sister, she did have some weird occurrences happen when she was a young kid after this had happened where there were things with electricity that had happened. Yeah. A blow dryer had turned on in the room we were sleeping in. Um, she would, and I don't want to divulge or speak for her too much because right. she's a private person also. And, yeah, of course. You know, when we, when yeah, we you never have to tell more than what you don't think right. you should tell. I'm very understanding of that. I'll never push somebody beyond their comfort zone, Absolutely. especially like live and on a show. So sure. No. And yeah. And I mean, she works for corporate America. My sister is a very straight square type person. You know, we, we, we both have had careers and another reason that we wouldn't just go and divulge this information because it sounds kind of out there. Right? Oh yeah. But um, as you're talking, it does remind me of certain things that she did encounter. And uh, as a kid, she did she did have some interesting things with electricity was mm -hmm. one. And, uh, and she's not into ghosts or anything paranormal or anything like that either. So that's the other thing that's so interesting about it is it just kind of happened to her. Yeah. Similar to you when you were a kid. Yeah. So, but I think, you know. She, she yeah. I think she just doesn't accept it now. My eyes really I'm just picturing like Sorry, the guys. most I'm not laughing at you. No, I'm I picturing look, like like something like I my look like uh Oh, for a second that? I was like, Oh, that's a cute mole. Like I thought you had like <laughs> you got close, it was what okay. Is if it? you're listening to audio, um squad. something's in her eyeball right now. So if you're listening on an anomalous podcast <laughs> network and you're like, Why are these girls um makeup gives people problems at, at this hour? So <laughs> <laughs> she's Sorry. so looks gorgeous though for the record oh, you're um so yeah like i just i'm picturing some like super like like i picture like almost like my husband he's very logical like if something happened to him and he just like walks up to something it just like shorts out and he's like not like me like me i'd be like oh they changed my energy like now not when i was little but I'd be like <laughs> yeah they charged me like who knows but <laughs> yeah oh i believe that you know i mean a lot of people have they carry different energy. And I think, oh, absolutely. It, you know, if you, ex if you're accepting of that, then you notice it more. But if you're otherwise like my sister, she's just shrugs, she shrugs it off, but she's you just know, like darn lights every time they right. pop, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's kind of interesting, but, um, 
Do you it's interesting you bring the lights up, you know, because um, some other people have talked yeah. about that. Um, and it happens when there's spirits around, too, because supposedly um, since they're like different sorts of ener entities, they don't have the same like energetic workings as us, basically. So they have to draw from either people's energy or like electricity to make themselves more visible. Uh huh. So but it happens to a lot of people that have had experiences too, for some reason, like for the mm -hmm. next couple of days, like weird things will be happening. And sometimes some people, it never goes away. Mm -hmm. I will say, um, I do, you know, have my stones and I have my rose quartz <laughs> and I, I meditate and yeah, yes, them on. <laughs> so, it's so beautiful. And not only are they just beautiful specimens, you know, from the earth and just that I, part alone is amazing, right? They're beautiful. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, the, the earth made these items and, um, but meditating with them is also, I think a total game changer. If you, it really is. If, if you put that intention in there, you, you can, you know, you do get an, a different energy. And I know when I, I, I am really thinking about it, it's, it's weird because this isn't my like forte, right? Meditation is not something that's my forte. I know you have somebody that probably is that person. There's always somebody that does it differently. We'll just say differently because now we're discovering new ways to meditate. Like you don't have to be just some dude in a cave with like nobody around to reach. I mean, like obviously without distractions, if you can transcend that way, cool. But some people go on meditative walks now. And that's what I try to tell people. Like the goal for everybody isn't to completely clear your mind. The goal is to like watch your thoughts, just like, but don't hang on to it. Don't keep, don't go into that. Like a, it's almost like a cycle. You know, when we get a thought in our head and we want to like think about it over and over. Sure. It's just kind of like moving past that. Like, cool. I do have stuff to do later. Oh, cool. That happened today. But you don't like linger with it. Definitely. And I highly recommend it for anyone who is curious about it. You really do just need to take the time for yourself and if you have to walk out into the woods, if you have to, you know, escape your, you know, roommates or what have you, you really do. If you take that time for yourself, it is a game changer. It we is were just talking about this before too. So beautiful. <laughs> you were. Remember we were talking about, you're like, you have to take care of yourself oh, first, you, you know, like. Yeah, you do earlier. Yeah, for, for sure. And uh, it, there's another thing called grounding where if you actually do take yep. your shoes off. <laughs> Plant your feet on the ground, get them out of your tennis shoes. Yep. And actually, you know, feel the earth's energy. Again, I I am just absolutely around in this. It's incredible. No, it's it works. Wonderful. It's like no, I love that you're I love that you're exploring it because now I feel like I can talk to people about it more. Yeah. Um, my grandpa said, like, I used, for some reason, I used to, like, walk out. Um, we had, a, like, they were doing some renovations to his house. And that's what I was raised by my grandparents for the most part. Mm -hmm. So we had to go. They rented some, like, condo on a resort, basically, in Arizona. And he would take me on this walk up this hill. And he said I would, like, stand there. And, of course, my grandpa's, like, old school. He'd be like, you'd stand there like the Indians on your dad's side with their arms up to the sun. And I'm like, take your shoes off. And I'm like. Like, how did I know? Like, you know when you're little, right? How you know you when know? you're little that grass feels good. You just know this when you're little. And you know that when you camp, if you're can, if you not like one of those clean freaks, it's like, I could never camp. I need a real toilet. You know, like, like one of those people. Like even those people kind of come out of the wilderness feeling better. Um, For more sure. like in line with like their circadian rhythms. And it's like a reset button. 
But yeah, go go outside without your shoes, guys. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Bring your and Steph, I'm sending you some crystals and some like meditation oils because that's like my side thing that I do. Like I make, I like blend meditation oils, and um, I have one with like mugwort and blue tansy and some other high vibrational um, oils that I use to like really like. It's more like to initiate lucid dreaming, but you can use it for transcendental meditation as well. Yeah, I love it. It's it's natural. It's from the earth, you know, and yeah. I and mean, at the most, guys, they're pretty. My husband likes so geology. He like he he'll buy nice crystals now because he's a geologist. Awesome. And then I benefit. I'm like, you don't want that little cheap thing. You want this one. It's like this big, you know. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What is know. this? Is this a disclosure? What's up, Vinny? <laughs> Vinny, how are you up, man? Your 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 clock's probably all weird because Columbia's on our time zone. So <laughs> He's, he's just getting back. He's probably all just... Yeah, all crazy feeling with the time. Benji's here. Aaron's what's here. Up, Carolina. Everybody's here. Thank Aaron, you so much. Sorry, up, I just want to take a minute to thank everybody that popped up that wasn't here at the beginning. I appreciate off, you. Are your shoes off? That's what everybody take your shoes off. Mine are not off. It got to like 30 degrees, so I have like fuzzy socks, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's never a bad thing. All right, guys. So, back to the angle. Okay, so back, back on... <laughs> Well, and we're, I feel like we're covering so many things that do coincide. That happens here. That happens here. <laughs> no, and I mean, it, that's it what it's for. You. It actually it, it does. changes you. So, but yeah, so thanks for, thanks for listening to our sidetrack, you know, statements, right, but they all, they all go together. If you've yeah, been it, an experiencer, <laughs> you, you'll feel different. You will feel different. You after. will. So I know. It's almost like then, a, what's Sorry, that? go ahead. Oh, I know Vinny and them, I think, saw something in Columbia. Oh. So I'm interested to hear about that. That's going to be Oh, super. my gosh. Tell me Vinny finally saw something. This guy. I Vinny, so. I'm going to harass you now. I hope so. I'm going to harass you. <laughs> I love it when people have their first um, experience. Like, I remember, like, I remember, like, so many people's first calls to me. Like, I just saw something, and it wasn't a plane, or it wasn't this. And they're just, like, confused. It goes from like this, it has like stages. It's like confused if it wasn't too close. And then, <laughs> right. and then after that, it's like elated. And then after that, it's like the ontological. It's either, I don't want to say crisis. It's not always a crisis. Sometimes it's like a, just like a big like realization that things are bigger than they thought they were. Sure. And then they take off their shoes and they buy some crystals and then here they are. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't want it to sound silly. I, it's I not silly. You have to look not. to your ancestors yeah. and look at the world. Like people are always like, people are always like, oh, well, it's trendy right now. It, there's, it's a trend for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I worked and, in a jewelry store, actually. I mean, we sold rubies and oh wow, diamonds and I mean, tourmaline and just everything you can imagine. So I think that that was part of the other reason why I did actually find more interested, you know, just dabbling around in what came from the earth. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what do you, what else do we want to know? So, um, I do want to let you guys know that, um, I, I know that a lot of people who have experienced these, these phenomena, were um, near military bases. And my family actually was in the aerospace business. We did manufacture airplane parts. Um, we did, I actually have some notes because my mom has told me some more stuff that we- um, That's that cool we, though. I'm glad that she 
I'm glad that she saw it with you and can add to like the understanding. Right. Well, and I'm, I'm starting to think, well, is there a correlation between us working in the aerospace business? So we did work on the stealth, which was in the mid eighties. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So we, we, parts of the Apollo, um, military helicopters. So we did have a connection to, you know, the aerospace business, we'll just say. So I'm just wondering, is there, is there something that they, did they know we had something to do with things flying in the air? I, I don't, I don't really know. That's all. That, that will never be answered probably. But um, the one important thing is, is that my sister and I could identify what a helicopter was. We could identify what a, an right. airplane was at a very young age. We discussed airplanes and I mean, we had pictures of them. I've flown in a helicopter before. This is in the recent past, but you know, mm. we, we know the difference between an aircraft and something that is not of this earth. So, right. and another thing also is we came from my grandmother's house. So unless, this is going to be funny, so we can add some comedy, right? <laughs> unless she drugged us all with mushrooms. <laughs> <then> <laughs> I'm just saying, all four of us, then maybe we saw something that, you know, wasn't, you know, real. But Grandma's food was that good. Grandma didn't do that. <laughs> She did not do that to us. So, uh, yeah, when we actually, you know, go into deeper detail, um, you know, and I don't know it's, it's how much time we have here, but, um, you know, we, do you want me to go into it a little? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we have an hour at least, and then we have until you're done telling what you want to tell us. So um, I'm here to listen to you. I asked you on by yourself so we can have a conversation about what, what you know, what you've been through and your whole perspective on everything. And sure. then obviously you have questions you can ask them too, but yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to hear as much as you're comfortable to talk about or however, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Well, and yeah, so pretty much essentially we uh, left my grandmother's house around nine o'clock at night and I did want to make it uh, important to know that we were in the military, like aerospace business, so um i'm just again like if somebody can like find something from this conversation and put some pieces together for us that would be wonderful because you know yeah i run uap experiencers but at the same time i'm still i'm trying to find answers you know and i'm upset that we hadn't been contacted from any government agency after reporting it to the proper authorities so I, I want answers too. Like I'm here to help you, but if you hear something like, please chime in and DM me. If you, if you catch something that I might have not caught from say a book that you've read, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm an expert on viewing UAPs here and, uh, you know, talking to you guys about it. So, um, pretty much as soon as we left her house, it was pitch black at night. Um, my mom, <laughs> my mom uh, noticed something in her rear, her rear view mirror. And my sister and I were strapped in the back of this Cadillac, you know, big boat of a Cadillac. And 
at that point, I do sort of recall feeling something behind us, but I don't, it's not when I directly saw what we saw. So my mom, she turned onto a side road that paralleled a ravine. It's basically like a, a riverbed. So pitch black, dark. And we're going along the, the, high, the little street and my sister and I and my brother all look out the side where we could view this thing. And my brother actually rolled the window down. My mom yelled at him, roll the window up, roll the window up. And there were no blades. I mean, it, it was not a helicopter. Okay. It was in a plane cannot stand I think that like even that. a small child, like my son knows what a helicopter looks like, you know, exactly. and if it's yeah. that close, you really know what it looks like. Even if you're watching Disney films, you know what a helicopter is. Sure. You, you just know how to identify that. And especially coming from our background, we knew exactly what one would be. So the, the object was the size of a diesel container, right? And I would say it was about four of those away from us. This thing was close to us. And I, my mom doesn't recall a sound. My sister doesn't recall a sound. I personally recall a whirring sound. I don't know if you remember mm -hmm. me telling you that, but I do recall yeah. a whir. And I don't know how else to describe it other than, than that. Um, so, it was very low. It was, it was close to us. My, um, you know, my mom was frightened. She was, yeah. she was, like, I mean, most people would be, so <laughs> she was erratic. I like how your brother's like, let me roll the window down. Right. Like, you know? like, <laughs> and, uh, you know, in, in the eighties, yeah, sure. My brother, that would exactly be what he would want to do. Like, <laughs> let's say hi. So my sister and I, we had to have taken off our seatbelts because we turned around and we were peering out the back of the window. Yeah. So my mom was yelling at me, look at it, Stephanie, look at it. And I'm like, okay. I am. I yeah. six. Oh, it's fine. My mom's telling me to look at it. Sure. My sister was next to me kind of crouched down scared. So oh. I know, and mind you, she was two years older. So a six-year-old, I mean, I, I didn't really have, I wasn't afraid, you know, but my mm. sister, what's interesting is she was afraid. She could sense that there was something that wasn't right. totally kosher yeah. with this, this object in the air hovering. And it felt like it was, it sounds well, weird. Well, some people's brains are just like, not normal, not okay. Right. Nope. <laughs> No, so. she, she's afraid. And she was crouched down next to me, not wanting to look at it. So, but she saw it. I believe I saw it longer than she did because she was kind of peering next to me. And uh, there were low dim lights. My mom recalls three. I recall low dim lights also. I want to say there were three also, you know, it's been right. a minute. Um, and my mom had actually turned the car off. She, she abruptly stopped the car and turned off the headlights. So that's another thing that maybe somebody, an expert could catch, like that I might not be gathering is right. 
that um, they have been messing with um, equipment. And so I'm wondering, was there something that had gone in my mom's mind where she's like, I'm going to turn this car off. I'm going to slam on the, the brakes. And she, in her words, she said she wanted to scare it. That sounds totally kooky. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a mom would do. Right. Right. It sounds, it sounds wild, but that's in her mind. She was protecting the situation. So she was trying to almost hide. Like, Oh, okay. That lights, makes sense. Right. You just, what do you, you do? You can't see me if the lights are off. Yeah. Right. You, you, what oh, do you do in that instance yes. to protect your kids? Or do you just speed off and have this thing follow you? I don't know. You know, so when she expounds on, um, you know, her account on, we're going on disclosure soon. So uh, that's going to be pretty interesting just to kind of hear the, the three, the three other accounts or two other accounts. Yes. Um, It'll be interesting for people to hear that as well. But uh, she turned off the lights and I believe by her doing that, it did somewhat scare this thing. So I have to show you with my hands because it's the easiest way. And if, you, if you've uh, test driven a Tesla, they have that AI where it yeah. moves with cars, right? I've test driven a couple, so that's the best way to describe it. But um, when she halted, the object halted exactly at the same time. That's so crazy. No delay. I know. No delay at all. And uh, so if it were a helicopter there would be a slight delay. Yeah, I can't just like push up. Stop, yeah. Right. So it stopped. We pulled back and then it pulled back. That is so crazy. Like it's almost annoying. You're like, you know, like when people are mocking you, like, like, yes. Is it messing with me? Like, why is it doing this? Why? You know, like, why are you doing this? Exactly. And the, the only thing I can think of, and Bottled Water had mentioned this. Bottled Water yeah. is another uh, IG guy. He said, well, maybe it is the same similar AI as Tesla. And uh, that, to me, was totally, I mean, just my, my brain melted. Well, yeah. Um, where is he getting his information or technology ideas or right. who in the private sector is getting this um sort of technology and you know even nikola tesla not like you know like the car but he had interface with beings from somewhere else to get some of his ideas so even if it's not like a crash retrieval and you found these technology in this parts is it somehow being transmitted because even in um american cosmic she talks about that too like one of her associates one of the men tyler in the book is um he gets information from the beings Mm -hmm. from non-human intelligences and he's got all these like amazing patents and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's to be understood eventually, hopefully, you know, what, what is the answer to that? What, why did it mimic us? Why did it mimic the vehicle exactly? That's crazy. I just, yeah. And you know, I've never been suspicious of, so like when little, I was suspicious because I was afraid of what was happening. Uh-huh. Getting older, I was less afraid, kind of like, oh, they're just doing their jobs. And then I was remembering all the good experiences that I thought were angels that now I'm like, that, 
wasn't an angel and it was a being and it didn't have wings. I just assumed because it was a humanoid glowy type, like luminescent being, or that just mostly looked like energy. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I just said the same thing twice, but no. just to, to make it clear. No. No, um, clear yeah. I just assumed like it's an angel. Because I kind of like knew in my heart, like, oh, angels don't usually don't probably don't have wings. Like we see them like on the prayer candles and stuff like that, you know. Um, but then now after reading American Cosmic and reading Jacques Vallée's Messengers of Deception, dot, 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 because it's a long title. <laughs> it's like UFO cults and something or other. But um, I'm like, what the hell? Like, what well, is going on? Like, we don't know what's going on. And maybe you're, you are accepting it as you perceive it. You know, you wanted to see it as an, an angel rather right. than something dark, but. Well, yeah, because like the timing of them and the person that kind of made me realize this was, I think Max had asked it like around your first experience, like what was happening? Mm -hmm. And it was like, I was afraid of my stepdad. He was horrible. So. I felt alone and helpless. And then all of a sudden, like, I wanted to see them for some reason. I knew like something was going to, I knew that I was going to see something when I was outside. Um, I've, I've been out multiple nights knowing I would see something or get picked. It felt like I was like going to get picked up or something. It was super weird. Um, so maybe that was like a premonition feeling. I don't really know what it was, um, but it happened like the angelic things that happen. Um, like the, sorry, I'm trying not to get emotional. After my brother died was like the last. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The beings came. So, um, and people are like, oh, well, you were like just going through something. So you saw things and all this. I'm like, nope, um, it was real. I, <laughs> I had sleep paralysis and these were the same beings I had seen so vividly um, as a child mm -hmm. when it wasn't like the scary experiences, if that makes sense. Um, I was an adult when my brother died, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you explain that? Right. Um, and I thought they were angels at the time, of course. I'm like, angels came to help me that night, you know. And and then now it's like, they did come help, but why don't they, like, help more? Or why are they only helping some people but not others? And why? There's so many more questions mm -hmm. the more I learn about um, people's different experiences mm -hmm. and the more books I read from people that aren't experiencers but are scientists. Mm -hmm. it's like I'm learning from so many different people now being in the community um, but almost to a point where everything's like different again if that makes any sense sure you're you're just gaining a, a different or a different understanding for what you had seen before I mean when you're a kid you're going to see it as you know just so much more um, yeah it's like mom, it's good guy bad guy you know what I mean right like, exactly and now, you know, people are starting to want to, you know, have this whole, the, the, the consciousness, why am I doing this? Why am I thinking about this? You know, why has this been weighing on my mind? You know, why were they there to visit me? And why did they choose? Why did they choose you, Priscilla? I don't know. There, yeah, there why did they come to you guys that night, you know? <laughs> there had to be a reason. Exactly. I mean, and so you, you do kind of want to start to gather data and information analytics on people who have had those similar experiences with angel beings or abductees or simply just, you know, which is totally wild, but seeing a UAP, 
So, you know, well, some people see something and it still changes them, even if it's not in close proximity. It's still something very weird. Well, I think I've seen people seeing like the tiniest ball in the sky. Yeah, that's and they great. look it up. They're like, "Oh, that's not a satellite. Oh, that's not Venus. That's not Jupiter." And then they're like, "That was a UFO." And it just like, right. it blows like a door open, like in their mind. And I've noticed, like, you know, maybe it's just people that come to me. Um, it's been like earth shattering, and it's also been like like transformative in a very scary way, but also eventually in a better way, mm-hmm. if they like to think. Right. You know, like some people like that. Some people like um, being having their ideals challenged once it's happened, once the shock wears off. But some people don't. And some people end up in some really dark places after something like that happens. Yeah. No, and definitely for for very good reason, because it is scary. You know, I mean, it's still to this day, it, it trips me out. It trips my sister out. My mom will bring it up sometimes. And so you you think, okay, um, why the heck did this this whole situation happen? And was it for good or was it for bad? You know, going back to what you said earlier is, right. did they have bad intentions towards us? Had she not turned off the headlights and tried to you know hide, would they have done would they have done something different? Were they going to send radiation right. down towards us? Mm-hmm. Who, who knows? And it's so different for so many people, right? Like some people are like, well, it was coming close and I got scared and then it went away. And some people were like, nope, I was scared. It was close and it didn't care. Do you know what I mean? And then with you, it was like, you know, like your mom succeeded in getting them to go away. It was hanging out. But she, and she did succeed. Um, And then I'll wrap up the whole situation also is after she had turned off the lights she sped off and as soon as she sped off that's when it disappeared and i remember a flash of light also oh wow so that is a new piece of information that came out where i'm going holy crap holy crap there was a light that i do recall and that's where this whole experiencer you know community you can gather more information and recall You don't have to go through regression. You know, no. I'm kind of afraid to do something such as Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. I, I still I haven't really done one because I'm like, what if, like, I'm not supposed to remember that and it remembers something and it, like, ruins my, like, life or something. You know? I, I go know. crazy, like, crazier. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're in control of yourself. You you have your, your smart yeah. woman. You know, you're a smart woman. And so I don't think that that would happen. But, um, yeah, maybe there is something that you don't want to recall that it would bring out. But when it's it's something, you know, that's a detail that could be important for Well, like the flashes of light. Yeah, that's a that's a very important detail. So why why did that happen? When did you um did you sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but I don't oh. want to forget. Did you so Jay Christopher King had mentioned flashes of light before visitations? Oh. Okay. And that's kind of like when I've experienced like I always thought it was like lightning and then when I finally kind of like started acknowledging like maybe I'm being visited because it's always before a sleep paralysis event with a UFO event or, you know, it's one of, an event, you know? So sure. like I call them events for me. I don't know if other people call it that. It sounds super dramatic. I know, but no. like, it is for me yeah. an event, you know? It's an event. So um, happening. I don't know. <laughs> it all sounds weird when I say it because I'm a weirdo. But like it's I remember like, looking out the window and like there's no clouds. 
there's nothing. And sometimes it happens like where I get this like nagging and this happens to people where they're like, get a feeling to go look outside and they'll see like an orb or, you know, um, and then after that, then the flash of light happens. And that's not something that I talked about, but J. Christopher King had said it happens um, to him too before he has an experience. So other thing, I mean, what happened after the flash of light? Did you, did you guys have any lost time or anything like that? Or was it just seemed like it, everything was normal? Not normal because it would have just happened, but you know what I mean? Right. Well, she sped home and she kind of zigzagged on the, the streets home. I, I don't know if she was still trying to like trick the thing or didn't know. Yeah, it was lose it. Yeah. She was driving. She didn't have the same vantage point as my sister and I. So my mom was thinking like a mother would. This is danger. We They're following. Out of here. Yeah. Right. So as a child, I don't really recall the ride home as much. But, um, you know. It's like one of those things. It wasn't something monumental. We drive home from our grandma's house all the time, you know, but when right. we're like trying to run away from something. You, you would know, think I, you'd be I, more I, aware. Yeah. I think I had that feeling of we got to get home. Yeah. And yeah, as soon as we got home back in the day, I mean, we had a rotary phone, you know, the rotary phone. Yes. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> it's the one that you turn the tile. <laughs> I do remember it. <laughs> Sorry, I still have like I'm still like coffee from coat. I don't know. It's just like a never ending like cough cold thing Aww. since I got sick. But um, like a, a piece of gum. Oh no, I'll just drink something after I stop running my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I remember those everywhere. Like I know. Well, I remember we had like a broken one that I used to play with and like <laughs> Yeah. Well, and she busted out the phone book. I mean, we didn't have Google. <laughs> Big old like fun. slap, yeah. slap it on the table. So, like she got the phone book. She's like, "We need to call the FAA." You know what we? Well, that was a very smart of her. You know, like I feel like something's flying. Of course, you call the FAA or the Air Force, the or you know. Um. Yeah. No. But I mean, she knew the right people to call, and that's the thing is, people don't necessarily know that, and that's another yeah. thing is people need to know the proper authorities to report this too. And so now that this is coming out and the, you know, the government's accepting it be more, you know, it's, it's getting, it's the light that it should. People need to know if I see something that's not an aircraft and not a satellite or a weather balloon, who do I report this to so that, you know, whatever close air force base can address the problem because right. they don't have their eyes on the sky all the time, you know? So and who now do it's we, who do changing. We, we still don't know exactly. Right. Like, like, if that happened today, I would probably message you or Vinny before I called anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yes, like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. Um, right. I think the, the last weird experience I had was before I was, like, close with anybody here. So I was, like, I didn't know. I didn't tell anybody till like, you know, I went on um, the, that one time. And I think I even told – I only told you, like, the first part of things. So yeah, um, I, I think we had a conversation about MUFON, too. Um I don't remember how we talked about it. I know it was in direct messages when we first started talking and I don't remember. Like it was about the um, abductee questionnaire. Okay. And I don't I just remember you like, I didn't realize um, you had said you talked to somebody who had done the questionnaire, but there was no follow through. Oh yeah. So what conversation? Yeah. That's it was awful. when we first started talking. That's awful. 
Yeah. So, because I, I don't know, I think that I had somebody, oh, I put, that's what it was. I posted the MUFON questionnaire and you're like, you know, like, it's a great questionnaire and this is like on the side, but they, like, I've had people do it and there's no follow through. Like they make these claims. And I think that it depends on the investigator because I had Roddick Martin on and he's, he sounds like he would help facilitate that, but he's also not the abductee specialist or whatever. So um, it just depends on who you get like anywhere. But I remember talking to you about that and that was kind of like scary. Cause I was like, yeah, where's your information? Like, going? <laughs> you're, what if you do it within like, like say, you know, like say like tonight I go lay down and then something happens. Like I get abducted or something. I want, who am I going to call the next day? Because yeah. in my mind, knowing what I know now, I'm like, there needs to be blood work done. I need to shrink. <laughs> I need, you know, yeah. another sure. one. Gonna... <laughs> Talk to me. Like, I want to like, get Like, get somebody, like, scan, look at my body, take pictures. Is there anything weird? You know, like, do I feel weird? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. but most people don't know how to do that. And then right. who the hell is going to run your blood work because of that? Like, can yeah. you imagine me calling TRICARE and be like, uh, I need some blood work done because last night I was taken up in one of those UAP, you know, like... <laughs> I got to lie and be like, I think I'm pregnant, but I need a full panel. Or yeah. I had to call like a doctor I know and be like, listen, I need everything ran. Um, I think my thyroid's off. Like I don't, you have to like make something up to get somebody to do your blood work. And then even then, like, what do you look for? Like inflammation yeah. response, obviously. But like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Benji goes, get Gary Nolan on. Yep, even if I wanted to call Gary Nolan, like who's going to be able to get a hold of Gary Nolan? He's doing the pioneering stuff. But he needs like he he's barely I feel like he's making it more um obvious. Yeah. Um he's he's opening it up. But like if I got abducted tonight, there's no way I'm gonna be able to get a hold of Gary Nolan. Right. I mean, maybe I know James Iandoli might be like, James, I got abducted, help me get Gary. You know, like maybe then, but even then he's a scientist. He's like, Oh, I'm studying these people, not those people, not you. You know what I mean? I mean that could happen. I don't I don't think he would if it was that serious, but um, you know. What does Vinny say? I don't. That trust would me. be great. What did he say? Um, she said he says personally, I don't trust Mufon. Too many old guard and gray beards. Chase Klotsky is good to speak to about how bad they are. Yeah, I've seen some. Um, I think that I've seen some of her stuff on that. And the only reason I um I even have any hope for Mufon is because of Roderick Martin because he's such yeah. a big-hearted, loving person. So, but I, that's the only person I've known personally from there but i did try to report something a while ago and it was just like blown off kind of mm -hmm. so yeah. um, if you if they have that reputation that's the reputation that is being built sadly and i'm not saying anything bad about them i think no. they've built a big you know they've had a big role uh, sure they've had a big role but i think things have changed a little bit where you know there's so many other outlets now where um they don't have to just go to the one outlet. So that's what's pretty cool about this whole situation, you know, and uh, I, I'm firsthand like one person that I'm glad I went the route that I did, you know, so um, yeah. Well, now we have citizens kind of stepping up like, um, you know, there's a lot of people in the chat that have offered like, you know, an open space for people. And through them being open and doing their work, then I think that they have connections. And I think it's also leading to bigger things that nobody even realizes is going to connect yet. So, um, but it's, it is scary. Like, I mean, think about it. Like tonight, something happens, you get whisked away when you come back, you know, who on earth are you going to call again right away? You know what I mean? Right. And the, 
all assuming you remember it tonight, you know, or within the next couple of days. Right. It, it's a trip. It's it, all the missing people. I know you did a, a lot of research on the people in Alaska. Uh, you lived up there for some time, right? I did. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, it's, uh, it's not by chance. There's got to be some answer to, um, you know, what, what's happening to people. And if they're lucky enough to still be alive to talk about it and remember something, then sure. Who, who can people, who is, who's, which government entity do they contact? I mean, it's not the space force. Yeah, what are they going to say right now? Like, mm -hmm. like, are they going to say, oh, um, please hold. You're not a credible witness. Right. You're and then you're on hold gonna, until yeah. somebody makes a place for not credible witnesses, yeah. you know? They'll make a place for a scripted response and that's it. You know, That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like right. <laughs> I'll never forget the time I was in an army hospital. And I walk up to the front desk. I was all pregnant and huge when I first kid, miserable. I was like, needed help with something. And I was like, hey, like, um, I've been waiting, you know, in the waiting area. Nobody's called my number kind of thing. And the dude doesn't say anything. He literally takes a paper and he slides it across the desk to me. It's kicked back like this. Just didn't know eye contact either. It's like, and I looked at the form and it literally said, how may I help you? And it had lines on it. And that's what I feel like people are getting with UFO, um, you know, experiences now for the most part. Obviously, like people outside of our community don't know we're here either. So right. what what's going to. So I feel like it's super, like you said, scripted, like generic, like, yes, fill out this form. It will go with the others. That's frightening. You know, that is frightening. I cannot believe that happened to you. But I'm think sorry. about. Yeah. Now it's funny because I'm like this. Sure. Like all kicked back in uniform with his feet up, handing me a may I help you form. <laughs> that's, your, that's your literal pushing papers job. And maybe right I need some of those for the kids. It's gonna be a sticky note. How may I help you? <laughs> um, but I didn't think about that till now that we're talking about it. Um, we all have each other, but I didn't know this was a thing until uh last year. Like maybe when COVID started, I don't even know. Was it last year? I feel like it was last year, last spring, maybe like. Um, I realized there was community on Instagram, sure. yeah. but think about all those people that don't have connections to weirdos like us, you know, like, like I, I know I could at least tell my friend Nikki cause she's very open-minded, but not, not everybody has a Nikki or a Steph or a Vinny or a, a Neil or, you know, like not everybody has that. So what are those people supposed to do? Like I joke around like, Oh, I'm just the house suburban housewife now. Well, what about the suburban housewife that doesn't know me in my neighborhood? And she has an experience. Sure. Like, they're going to keep it secret. They can't tell church or church. They can't tell their pastor. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, they could. Yeah. But I know I said something to my pastor and he's like, or my priest at the time. And he was like, really mad about it. So. <laughs> Sounds accurate. <laughs> you know, God doesn't do stuff like that. <laughs> right. Why are you attracting demons? <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing, too, is that people are so against it because they think it's evil. And that's, that's not the case. There's, there's some, there's somebody else out there that we, you know, it's not yeah. us and you need to wrap your mind around that and accept or it. Or like your sister in corporate America, like what if that experience happened to her now and you weren't her sister? Do you know what I mean? Or what if it never happened to any of you and then it happened now and you're, everybody's in their normal desk job and who do they talk right. to? She would have stayed mom about it too. I mean, she wouldn't have talked about it. So 
you know, my, my mom is a very open person, thankfully, you know, so she's jokes about it sometimes Oh yeah, and brings it up at like, awesome. I mean, she brought it up at dinner, like a few, <laughs> like a month ago. I'm like, I love it. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, thankfully she's <laughs> open like that, but you're right. My sister, my sister, she would know that it had occurred, but she right. probably wouldn't reach out to you or Vinny or Max or Sean. Well, people or don't even know, right? Like you don't right. know there's anybody because like people think like, oh, like I'm new to like the subject and like I'm new to the community, but like the subject is, I've, it's changed my life. It's changed how I think. Mm-hmm. It's changed how I view like religion, people, outer space, everything. Inner space, you know, all the spaces, you know. So I just can't imagine somebody that is very okay with like the everyday workings of life. Because there's some people that are are very okay with nine to five, dinner, laundry, sweep the floor. You know, they're very okay with um, the mundane things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But not people who don't like to go deep sometimes. Like what if this happens to somebody that is like very um, surface level with their thinking and then it like they don't know who to talk to, you know what I mean? Right. That's what scares then, me is for the person that's not open minded that experiences this, that has the ontological yeah. crisis, that sure. you know, and maybe the family is conservative or they're in a conservative environment. Right. Like almost like the Air Force, right? Like what's happening? What happened with them? Yes. It, and they go on about their business and they do the same thing over and over again, knowing that something not normal hasn't happened. And that that's not a good way to live. I mean, you, you need to talk about your emotions and your feelings. And, and if something such as that had happened, I mean, that's, right. that's not normal. It's, I don't know what the percentage is of how many people have actually viewed them, which would be interesting to find out. But um, yeah, you, I wouldn't be able to go on without trying to figure it out. Like, you know right. what I mean? You need, you need to at least take some time to try to figure out why, why this is happening. And then of course you feel that sense of community when you know that other people have seen something similar. So you know that you're not by yourself. You know that, um, yeah, it, it's rare. It's a rarity. That's for certain. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. You're completely right. I mean, those people need to know this, they don't know about these outlets and, and all of us. So, so we just got to keep running our mouth yeah, and not exactly. just on Twitter and not yeah, just on Instagram. 100%. Um, one of my goals is to talk to more people about it. I kind of got like yeah. frustrated last year. Like, um, like I joke around all the time about the same thing, like being on the playground, talking to other moms and they either like you know like they they have different interests than me (laughs) and um i try to be like by the way and i mean that's not like all weird i'm not i know how to like have an opening kind of i mean sometimes there's not really an opening for this sort of thing (laughs) so like you said like your mom just brought it up at dinner and (laughs) but it's just like i feel like that's going to be part of it is kind of like get your almost like your presentation ready and then when you have the, the opening to talk about it with somebody that is not from the community, you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if maybe they didn't that's see something, maybe later on somebody they know has saw something or maybe yeah. somebody's like, yeah, that is weird. Like when I was little, I did see something and yeah. everybody thought it was crazy, which happens. So I hear that over and over again. Yeah. That's why people don't talk about it openly. They don't freely speak about it. You know, so 
yeah, how do we, let's grasp those people. So hopefully they watch this show and continue to find people that they feel comfortable with speaking about it. You know, there's, there's multiple outlets now, which is amazing. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I said, I didn't know that I've, I've, I try to like funnel people your way, but um, hopefully we can do this more often and bring on somebody that is an experiencer to talk about, Yeah, you know, um, their experience either with you privately or if they want to come on with us, like, you know, we can do this every once in a while and have people come talk um, about what they've been through and you can ask them the questions. Cause I feel like your questions when you asked me were so good, like they were so like professional and in depth, but I didn't feel like it didn't feel invasive. And I think like if you sent, you were very good at reading, even through like text, you were like, okay, like if that doesn't feel comfortable, you know, like, <laughs> you, like mm-hmm. you're so um, empathic towards people. So I would love to see you talk to more people. So I will throw them your way if they don't want to come on here. And if they want to come on here, I will invite you on too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hello everybody that joined that I did not see. I saw a lot of you join John, mostly space. I saw Neil, I see Benji's been here, random content. Um, everybody that I could read forever and everybody that was here, you know, this whole time. So I just wanted to take a break and say hello. And we are coming up on the hour. Do you have anything coming up or do you have any closing thoughts that we didn't get to because we can go longer? If there's anything um, you wanted to talk to or say that we haven't said yet. I'll wrap, I'll wrap it up quick. I mean, I am going to be going on with disclosure team. So yes, yes, love. So we will have the verbal account for my sister that we will play. And then also we have a video account of my mom in which we'll probably blur her face just to keep her, you know, and you know, but it's, it's really interesting to hear the similar account with a little minor difference with uh, mostly my sister's visual. So um, yeah. So I look forward to getting on with Vinny and, um, you know, we hopefully will have some more in the works later to talk to more people, as you said. So that's uh, my goal and to continue doing what we're doing, because Absolutely. if we're not, then you're, they're going to be in that position that you described. So this is really Absolutely. awesome. I'm, I'm glad to be here. And that's I'm it. so happy I got you on. I, I know I've been kind of like poking you here and there, like, you know, trying to get you on again. Bye. So. Um, congratulations, by the way, um, on your, you look gorgeous. You seem so happy. I mean, you always have this beautiful energy, but there's something about like love that just makes us glow differently, I guess. (laughs) Thank you, Priscilla. Appreciate that. So thank you everybody that joined in the chat. Um, somebody said, are you going to do StreamYard tonight? I don't, I don't know if they're talking to me, but we're going to stop now, but I'm going to thank everybody in the chat for showing up. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Steph, for coming. Hang out for a minute after I end the broadcast. If you're listening on Anomalous Podcast Network, thank you so much. Leave your feedback however you can there. If you're listening on YouTube, please give a thumbs up, a like, share, subscribe, however you want to support. And I have Steph's information in the description below. And other ways to support this channel are listed there as well. Have a great night, everybody. I will see you on Saturday for UAP Book Club, which is going to be moved to 2 p.m. Eastern and 7 UK. Sorry, I had to think about that because we want to all like be done with book club so we can go hang out on Vinny's channel and see Mr. Elizondo and Mr. Cahill. So I will see everybody there too.
But have a great uh, Thursday and Friday, everyone. Oh, wait. I'm seeing somebody on Friday. I lied. I think I'm seeing Deb, Deb from Cabby on, on, oh, my gosh, Deb's Data Dojo. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? <laughs> from Calling All Beings. So I'll see you guys on Calling All Beings Saturday. But anyways, I'll shut up now and have a great night. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.